Hello again, Pastor Deborah here, and this is another episode of the audiobook, The Spiritual Multitude. We are in Volume 1, Chapter 2, and this begins Part 8 of Dear Precious Child. Please listen and enjoy and grow spiritually and learn about yourself and others. Now we're going to return back to the book. Now back to the Word of God for further spiritual teaching about these, the multitudes of people. Romans 1, 18 through 32 and 2 Romans, Romans 2, 1 through 16. The authorized King James Version. Verse 18. For the wrath, the anger of God, is spiritually revealed and demonstrated, seen, shown from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men. Oh dear, that does not sound good at all for humanity. Webster's Dictionary defines the word ungodliness as one the quality or state of being godly, ungodly, excuse me. Two, denying or disobeying God, irreligious. Three, contrary to moral law, sinful, wicked. Four, outrageous, not very good terms and definitions about one's behavior. Webster's Dictionary defines the word unrighteousness as, one, not righteous, sinful, wicked, two, unjust, unmerited, neither one is good or right in the eyes of the Heavenly Father. Now, let's go back to Romans 1, 18. Verse 18, continue. Who hold the spiritual truth? We're talking about these spiritual multitudes of people who are unrighteous and ungodly. They hold, retain, keep in the spiritual truth of God and his spiritual kingdom of heaven in unrighteousness. What does that mean? That means they may know the truth, but they ain't letting it out. They ain't talking about it. They aren't going to do it, but they kind of know what they're doing is not right. They're going to hide that from themselves. Acts 17.30, authorized King James Version. Verse 30, and the times, the ages of this spiritual ignorance, this darkness, this unrighteousness, this ungodliness. God winked at, but now, since Christ Jesus came as a sacrifice for the sins of all mankind because of agape love of the Heavenly Father for all humanity, commanded all spiritual men, all forever persons, men, persons, every gender, every sex, every child, every teen, every adult, everywhere to repent. Repent? What does that mean? Webster's Dictionary defines the word repent as, one, to turn from sin, from disobedience, from rebellion, from ignorance, from darkness, from ungodliness, from unrighteousness, and dedicate oneself to the amendment, the change of one's life, two, to feel regret or contrition, B, to change 
one's mind, to cause to feel regret or contrition, to feel sorrow, regret, or contrition. In changing one's mind, one must change one's concepts, ideas, thoughts, and beliefs. So in other words, one must think differently in one's soul in order to no longer do unrighteous, ungodly deeds and acts. A change of mind, of the subconscious heart must change. It must repent. It must learn again, must be transformed anew and renewed to a new way. That is what that means. Colossians 3, 5 through 6. Authorized King James Version. Verse 5. Mortify, crucify, kill, destroy, deny. Therefore, your old spirit person, your members, your soul, your flesh, your physical body parts, your eyes, your ears, your thoughts, your desires of the soul, which are upon the earth, everything of the biological body, everything of the subconscious that works with the body, the spiritual part of us must deny, not allow it to run and do what it wants to do. And here are the members that come through the physical body, through the heart and the mind of the soul that's in unrighteousness, in doing ungodliness, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil, conspicuousness, which means strong sexual desire, covetousness, which is idolatry, which is the spiritual worship of any object or person as a God, as a Savior, as a Lord, immoderate attachment or devotion to something other than the Most High God, the Heavenly Father, and His words of spirit and life. Verse 6, for which spiritual things say cause The wrath, the anger, the displeasure of God comes on the children of disobedience. Now, let's go back to Romans 1, 18 through 32. Now, continue to learn why God's wrath, his anger, his displeasure is spiritually revealed, demonstrated, seen, shown, manifested from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of humanity. Verse 19, because that the spiritual truths, the knowledge, the wisdom, counsel, which may be known of God, is manifest, it's revealed, it's seen, it's known in them, in all the spiritual beings called man. For God had showed it, revealed it, the spiritual kingdom of heaven, and its truth unto them. How did he do that? When did he do that? Verse 20 helps us. For the spiritually invisible spiritual things, the truths, the mysteries of God from the creation of the world. Now the world means the government, not the earth or the stars, are clearly seen, revealed, shown. And manifest. How does he do that? Let us look and see. By being spiritual.
spiritually understood by the things that are made, formed in the natural, the physical, the temporal world, even his eternal power and God. So through looking at the world, the earth, in the natural realm, with our eyes and microscopes, looking at all the creatures, plants, the animals, all the things we discover in the natural world that science shows us, that our eyes shows us, is revealing to us, displaying to us, demonstrating to us the hidden things of the kingdom of heaven through these wonderful mechanisms to our seen eyes. Verse 21. So because of this, this earthly demonstration, manifestation, revealing of the unseen spiritual truths and mysteries of God the Most High spiritually revealing his truths through the seen, the physical, the formed, the temporal world through creation. When they, the spiritual men, persons on earth, glorified as their creator, not as God. Excuse me. Let's go back. Mess that one up. He said, when they, all humanities and the spirit beings inside of, glorified him, their creator, not as God, neither were they thankful, but instead they became vain in their imaginations. So through their imaginations, something happened. They caused them to not know, not to glorify, not to be thankful for the things and the creator himself. Webster's Dictionary defines the word vain, V-A-I-N, as one, having no real value, idle, worthless. Two, marked by futility or ineffectiveness unsuccessful, useless, three, foolish, silly, four, having or showing undue or excessive pride in one's appearance or achievements, conceited. The synonyms of vain include vain, nugatory, otois, idle, empty, hollow, and they mean being without worth or significance. Remember, we are talking about the condition and the effectiveness of humanity's imaginations regarding this area of not recognizing and being thankful for to the Creator and realizing that He is God and not being able to see it in all the creations that are on the earth. Vain, V-A-I-N implies either absolute or relative absence of value. Nogatory suggests triviality or insignificance. Otus, O-T-I-O-S-E, suggests that something serves no purpose and is either an encumbrance or a superfluity. Idle, I-D-L-E, suggests being incapable of worthwhile use or effect, empty and hollow, suggest a deceiving lack of real substance or soundness or genuineness. Verse 23. And there, these spiritual humans, humanity, their foolish hearts, their soul, their minds were darkened, became ignorant of God's truth. 
verse 22. Thus, in this ignorance, in this darkness of the truth of God, this condition they're now in, thus they began professing, proclaiming, announcing, declaring themselves to be wise, smart, all knowledgeable, but they spiritually came fools. Jeremiah 10 14, the authorized King James Version states in verse 14, Every spiritual person is brutish, beastly, like in his knowledge, knowledge that is spiritually darkened without the light of God's kingdom of heaven. Every founder or maker or creator is confounded, confused by the graven created image or the imagined image the one he himself in his imaginations designs creates imagines in and by his own darkened mind his soul his heart why is this true for his molten created by his own hands his own thoughts his own imagination the image of god the most high is a falsehood it's a lie it's a deception And there's no breath, no spirit of life, no truth, no knowledge in these created images, these falsehoods, these lies, these deceptions. Proverbs 30, verse 2. Surely I, the real me, the spirit person, the forever person, am more brutish, David says, animal-like, beastly in my thoughts, my imaginations, my graven false images of God than any man, than any person, and have not the spiritual understanding of a human, of a spiritual being called man, who's not a gender, it's not a sex, but it was the image and likeness, the spiritual being, the creation of the Son of God called man. Psalms 92, 5 through 6, authorized King James Version. Verse O Lord, how great are your works, your creations, and your thoughts are very deep. Verse 6. Yet a brutish spiritual person knows not this about you and your works, your creations. Neither does a fool spiritually understand this. Now, back to Romans 1, 18-32. Verse 23. And spiritually change the spiritual glory of the spiritually incorruptible God into an image, a likeness, made like to corruptible men, humans, and to birds, and to four-footed beasts, and creeping things. We see that in many ancient civilizations like Egypt, and even in many religions around the world even now. Verse 24, Wherefore? Because of this, this changing of the spiritual glory of God their creator into images, animals, man, four-footed beasts of creeping things, God also gave them up spiritually to uncleanness through the lust of their own spiritual hearts, their minds of their soul, to dishonor their own spiritual and physical bodies between themselves. That does not sound good. Verse 25, these spiritual persons, the multitude, 
who are spiritually who spiritually changed the spiritual eternal and incorruptible truths of God into a lie and worship and serve the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever and ever amen something changed darkness came hearts the souls and the spirits of humanity changed the image the likeness and the truth of God into something else verse 26 for this cause this reason this fact God spiritually gave them up allowed them to go into darkness let them go their own way into spiritually vile wicked affections for even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature when one lives in darkness and ignorance and has changed in one's thoughts and concepts and ideas truths and mysteries of god and the kingdom of heaven, one will change even one's natural use of their physical body into that which is against nature verse 27 and also spiritually likewise also the men physically leaving the natural use of the woman and burned lusted in their earthly carnal devilish physical lust one towards another working and doing that which is unseemly webster's dictionary defines the word unseemly as one not according with established standards of good form or taste b not suitable for time or place inappropriate unseasonable and these spiritual multitudes and thus receiving spiritually mentally emotionally and physically in themselves that recompense that reward that payment that judgment that consequence of their spiritual error which was meet required just correct appropriate verse 18 and even as they these spiritual multitudes spiritually did not like to spiritually retain or keep or remember or obey god in their spiritual knowledge god spiritually and physically gave them over to a retrobate an evil heart an evil mind and soul to spiritually mentally emotionally and physically do those spiritual and physical things which are not convenient morally right in the eyes of god and his truth how why what is going on with us very good questions let's keep listening while i read verse 29 says being spiritually and physically they were filled this tells us how this happened with all unrighteousness all fornication wickedness covetousness maliciousness full of envy and murder debate deceit malignity that's a hard one to say whispers verse 30 continues with the list backbiting haters of god despiteful proud boasters inventor of evil things 
disobedient your parents. Verse 31. Without spiritual understanding. Convenient, excuse me, covenant breakers. Without natural affection. Implacable, unmerciful. We have all seen these in people through their words, their actions, and their deeds. We all wondered what is going on. Why would such people do things like this? Other people or children or dogs, cats or animals. Now you're beginning to understand why and how this has happened. For these are the spiritual multitudes. Verse 32. These spiritual persons who spiritually knowing the spiritual and physical judgment of God that they which commit, which do such spiritual, mental, physical things are worthy of spiritual death, spiritual separation from all that God is and will be separated even upon earthly death. Not only those that do these vile and wicked things, but also any who have pleasure in them that do them. Even if you're on the sidelines, clapping, watching, and saying nothing, but enjoying it, taking pleasure, even though you do nothing, even you, both are worthy of spiritual death, separation from God, <clears throat> not reconciled, not one back in his family, not in his pleasure or his delight, but separate, dead to God. Romans 2, 1 through 16, authorized King James Version. Verse 1, therefore, O spirit person, you are inexcusable, O man. Why do you say that? For whosoever of you that judges another person of doing these vile, wicked things, you forever person, condemn yourself. For you that do judge do the same things. We see it all the time. It is like saying to a blind person, Why did you walk into the wall? Why do you judge a blind person knowing that they are separate from God? One's heart, but instead one should see the spiritual darkness that has blinded them and just know this is the result of that darkness, that ignorance. And they should be instead of help to see. Verse 2. But we, believers in Christ Jesus, are sure that the spiritual judgment of God is spiritually according to his spiritual eternal truths against them which commit such things, even if it's only in their imaginations, their thoughts, their desires. Verse 3, and you think this, O spiritual person, that judges them, which do such things, and you do the same, that you shall escape the judgment of God? Do you believe that? Politicians, family members, bad guys that break the law, and judges and lawyers, those that are politicians, prime ministers, husbands, Wives, children, do you believe that you will escape this judgment? Oh, yes, I know you do, because you believe what you're doing is right. Verse 4. Oh, you spiritual persons that despise, that hate the spiritual riches of his agape love and his kingdom, 
of heaven. His spiritual goodness, forbearance, and long-suffering, spiritually not knowing that the spiritual goodness of God leads you spiritually to repentance. You're changing your ideas, your concepts, your thoughts, your beliefs, your behaviors, your understanding by bringing light, truth into your darkness, your ignorance of your thoughts, your concepts, your beliefs into your soul so that you can repent and change your thoughts, your ideas, and concepts. Verse 5. But instead you, O spiritual person, because of the spiritual hardness and impotent, not feeling or expressing humility or regretful pain or sorrow for one's sins or offenses, one does not repent of their sins, of their heart, of their soul, of their mind. You have laid up for yourself. You have stored up. You have treasured up, gathered up to yourself wrath and anger against the day of wrath and anger and revelation of the righteous spiritual judgment of God. You're storing up some bad things that on the day when you are looked at on your earthly death, the books will come out and there will be written your anger and your wrath, your words, your thoughts of what you said, what you believed and felt, anger you had toward this God and his truth, towards his love and his forgiveness and his mercy. Your pride will be seen, your anger against being told what to do is right. All that goes with it will be revealed. Verse 6, who God will spiritually render, announce, Proclaim, decree, order, command spiritually according to the spirit person's deeds, acts, thoughts, beliefs, feelings, behaviors, imaginations of his spiritual soul, his subconscious, his heart, his mind, and his physical body. Verse 7. To them, these spiritual persons who by patient continuance in spiritual and physical well-doing by seeking for spiritual glory from God, his honor and his immortality and his eternal life, light, truth, knowledge, wisdom, and counsel. Verse 8. But unto them, the spiritual person that are contentious against God and do not obey his the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath and anger. Verse 9. So, to these spiritual persons will come tribulation and anguish upon every soul of a person that does, thinks evil of the Jew first, and also of the Gentile, a non-physical Jew, and a non-spiritual Jew in Christ Jesus, who has had a spiritual circumcision, which is the soul has been circumcised, cut off, the veil taken off of the spirit, so the spirit can come forth freely. That is a spiritual circumcision, which is seen in Hebrews 4.12, when a sword of truth comes and separates the spirit from the soul. That is a spiritual Jew. Verse 10, 
but glory, honor, and peace to every spiritual person that works, does, thinks, conceives, imagines, believes God to the Jew, the spiritual Jew, first, and also to the Gentile. Verse 11, for in God's eternal spiritual judgment of spiritual persons, deeds, acts, behaviors, thoughts, ideas, beliefs from their spiritual heart, their soul, their mind, there is no respect, no favor, no partiality of any person with God. Verse 12, for as many as have sinned, disobeyed God's words, his laws, his truth, his voice, without his law, shall also spiritually perish without law. And as many as have sinned, rebelled against the known law, shall be judged by the law. Verse 13, for not the spiritual hearers of the law are just before God. But the spiritual doers of the law shall be justified. Verse 14. For when the Gentiles, which have not the law, yet do by nature the things contained in the spiritual law of the kingdom of heaven, these spiritual persons, having not the law, are a law unto themselves. Why do you say that, Pastor? Verse 15. These which show, reveal the work, do the deeds of the law, which are written, are engraved in their soul, in their spirits, in their hearts, in their minds of their spiritual being. And their spiritual conscience is also bearing witness. That's the voice of the soul. And their thoughts, the meanwhile, accusing or else excusing one another. Verse 16. In the spiritual day, when God spiritually shall judge the spiritual secrets, all spiritual persons, even you, by Christ Jesus, which is the Word made flesh, according to the spiritual gospel, the good news, the spiritual kingdom of heaven, everyone will be shocked and tears will flow and smiles will come. But the deeds are being written down in books by angels will be aware. Please do not judge those that do evil for they are in darkness. They are blind. They cannot see. They have been separated from God and need love and compassion and they need truth and light to shine back. So this ends this audio book, this section, part eight of the spiritual multitudes. Hope you enjoyed it and learned it was kind of long, a lot of definitions, but you cannot understand without knowing what words and concepts mean. We'll pick this up again in the next audio podcast, episode number nine of the Spiritual Multitudes Audio. Love always and forever, Pastor Deborah. And remember, there are books writing down your thoughts, your imaginations. We need to do a spiritual circumcision on your spirit. We need to apply Hebrews 4.12 to your spirit and soul. 
And if you'd like that to happen, just say yes, and it will be done. Then you are a spiritual Jew. And now your spirit can be worked with, revealed light to, and it will not be affected as much by the soul, the one that was to help me. It was to help you out in the world of the seen land, the temporal earth. But until next time, enjoy the circumcision, the spiritual separation of spirit and soul. And enjoy that you are changing and light is now coming in. And you, the deeds that were done, they start getting erased, washed away. Thank you and come again, Pastor Deborah.